Today is April 21st. Happy Easter to everybody who celebrates Easter. The Yankees won three of the four games versus the Royals. The last one via a walk-off by Austin Romine. That's the fun news. The bad news is Judge got hurt. It's a roller coaster of a series, and we're going to try to try to take it on a ride. Let's talk Yanks. What's up, everybody? Thank you for joining Talking Yanks. Thank you for tuning in. We've got a lot going on on this episode. My name is John Boy. I'm coming to you from New Jersey, and I have my co-host Jake coming to you from Denver. He's a transplanted Yankee fan, originally from Connecticut. And we are brought to you by four special people on this fine Easter Sunday, and they are Ryan Horn. Nailed that name money can't can't got that's a layup it's too easy of a name ryan very i appreciate it and robert mayer would okay i was i was just about to say i think you're about to have a perfect game but i don't know i would go meyer there yeah i think i would too i don't know why i said mayor yeah so there goes there goes the perfect game <laughs> charlie osborne yep and this next one's tricky mike well, b Mike B. Mike B. It might so, be Mike B. I think I think I got it. So Ryan, Robert, Charlie, and Mike, thank you guys. They're our most recent Patreon subscribers. $2 a month, you get to join us live. I think it's really fun on days like these when we have a walk-off and spirits are high, and you get to come join us live right away and hang out in the chat with us. You get the chance to win two jerseys each month, one via raffle, one via contest. Uh, and you get to watch the video of us when Jake does his burns and some other stuff, and it supports us, and it's really nice, and that is about it. Thank Early you access to the, to the show. We put some bonus content out there. Go go check out the Patreon site if you haven't yet. Two bucks a month, it really helps us out. Yeah. All right. Deep breath. Deep breath. Jake, how are you? Where Where's your headspace at? What mood are you James. in? Happy uh, Happy Holiday Weekend, Easter, Passover, uh, 420, whatever you choose to celebrate. I'm, I'm doing well, man. I'm 0 for 3. I didn't celebrate any all any of them. I, well, I'm celebrating all three right now. This is how I celebrate. So, um, Man, I'm doing well. I mean, we've won five of our last six. Um, I had a... Having a solid little weekend, went to the Rockies game after watching the Yankees game, saw a Bryce Harper home run, so I could tell my grand dogs about that. Um, I'm doing well, man. It, it sucks. We obviously had like the catastrophic blow yesterday of Judge getting hurt, and I'm still like, I'm still smiling through the pain a little bit, just because that's the point it's at. Like you almost just have to at this point, because if you actually let it get to you, um. I mean, it's just negative, Bill, and you have to get out of there, and we still have guys, and you know 
my new spin zone I'm pushing is kind of the like the second chance Yankees or the the prove yourself Yankees. Mm-hmm. Like we've we've got so many guys who have an opportunity that a lot of them didn't think they were ever going to get in their in their baseball career again. I mean, Gio Urshela, Guardy being old, Mike Ford getting a chance, uh, Talkman, and I mean, you can go up and down. So it's, I don't know, Jim. I, I'm in the most positive spin I can possibly do. There's a chance that these Yankees can be fun and play fun baseball, and this is their opportunity. Almost like that baby 2017 team where we it was fun because they were young and like they were underdog Yankees. Jim, we kind of might be stumbling into that again. Or it could be really sad and we'll be praying for guys to come back after this West Coast road trip. But there's there's the good and the bad of it. But I'm I'm doing generally well, Jim. How are you doing? I I'm happy right now because we just won. And that's how my brain works. Now we're gonna get into conversations where it's gonna come down from the high of the walk-off. Because because like right. judge going down is brutal. Yeah. Um, and to be honest with everyone, when Jake and I did the pregame show, I was down and I, I said something to Jake that I think shocked him with how negative it was. And he threw my own positivity right back in my faith face yeah. with good teams just need two months above 500 ball in 2017. Yeah. If your record, if, if your record starts with a five for four months, you can still make the playoffs as long as you dominate two other months and that's kind of right. that's not like rare that's 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 common amongst teams that make the playoffs go look at it hover around 500 for four months two months there's six months in this season and since you threw that back i've, I've kind of been like okay and we'll say this it'll be amazing if they do it like it'll be an accomplishment if they do it but it it can happen yeah i mean no no nobody's dead the season's not dead it's 21 games in. We're, we're 21 games in, and yeah, you know, obviously the, the description I just said of these guys with their second chances and we're, you know, I'm, I, in my head I've got it as like a, an 80s montage from like one of the major league movies, like Gio Urshela, who's that? And then it shows a montage of him getting three hits in a game, and Romine, I thought he was the worst hitter in the league two years ago, and then it shows him hitting game-winning hits, so... It's it's obviously the ultra positive spin, but yeah, I mean, if we can keep the ship afloat, guys are going to start coming back. Gary this week, maybe Big G the next, maybe Hixie in a week or two after that. So I don't know. Um, when we're winning, it'll be a fun thing. When we lose, it'll be awful. <laughs> and the matter of fact, we just took five of our last six. Yeah. So that's good. We have to get into the Burns this yes. is this may be a long episode, folks, because there's four games and there's a lot of news to talk about. So, yeah. sh- so strap in and stay with us and hopefully we can entertain you for a while because I need to get this first piece of news out there, Jake. I need Huge. to do this. I can't skip Huge. over it. Brendan Cuddy from NJ.com, friend of the program, gave us an update on a situation that we all were wondering about. And yes. the update was as follows. Jacoby Ellsbury has had some things pop up in his rehab in Tampa that haven't allowed him to really go into baseball activities. Okay. This came after the judge news, and this was a nice laugh. I think this was Boone 
giving us the brutal. Judge has a significant oblique strain. Brutal news. Right. But if you want to hear a joke of an update, Ellsbury has had some things pop up. Jake, Ellsbury has no interest in playing baseball. He's rolling with whatever they say. I don't know why. He lost his passion. The Yankees are collecting insurance. You'd be hard. Prove me wrong. That's what I'm going to say. I'm going to throw that out there. Yeah. To anyone who thinks that I'm being ridiculous, prove me wrong, and I'll accept it. Here are the last updates. I went down and found all the last updates on Jacoby. Are you ready? Yeah. Yes. Can't speculate. Right. Hopeful. Mm -hmm. I'm not prepared for him not to be here. (laughs) All time. It's all time. Actually, he's under the weather right now. I expect him to be a player at some point. Hopeful, but not expecting anything. I don't even want to speculate. And now the latest, some things popped up. I half mockingly told the Talking Yanks like group chat that this was the funniest tweet I've ever seen. Had some things pop up. What the hell is that? Um, I don't know, man. I it's 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 ridiculous. The fun Jacoby Ellsbury section of the show. Um, you're still hammering the under of point five games played for the Yankees this year, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I. I think prove is going to be a big word this episode. Imagine it's, when he gets to the to the point where he hits off a T Jake. It's been over right. a year and he hasn't gotten to the point where he hits off a T yet. Yeah. Like imagine the setbacks that happen once he gets past the walking upright phase. It's um yeah, and I I will say this, uh when you say something like that there is like the bottom piece of my heart that is like what if Ellsbury really does want to play baseball, but his body has just fully given out on him? Um, so that'll be the nice thing I'll say. And then just following that up, and I think getting away from this, like if you somehow get towards baseball shape and you're ready to play baseball, I'll talk about you. But my word, uh, I don't think he's close to being healthy. I don't think they'd even put him on this roster with all the roster juggling we've had to do at this point. If he becomes able to play baseball at some point, I think it's a cut or a trade. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. We do have like, I want to do some updates like Gio Urshela. Let's not spend a lot of time on this, but he fired his agent. Gio Gonzalez. Gio Gonzalez. My bad. Too many Geos. Too much. Odd amount of Geos. (laughs) Three Geos. G. Well, you can say Giancarlo. You can call him a Geo. Yeah, you could count it. You I'll have squeeze count it. it. Two and a half Geos. Two and a half, half Geos. Geos. Uh, Gio Gonzalez has fired agent Scott Boris and opted out, which means the Yankees have 48 hours, now like 30-something hours, to add him to the roster or release him or sign another contract that keeps him around. Uh, we will see what happens. I have, I have no idea which way this goes. Yeah, it was interesting. Uh, You and I talked about this a little bit. I mean, you just wind up in different avenues. Uh, The agent thing is pretty bizarre. Like, that almost makes me think thinks he's going to stay around because otherwise is Gio Gonzalez going to go out, get a new agent right now, and then... I think he already hired a new one. um, 
I, think I don't know. I heard. I heard all, all the beat reporters were saying that, um, like he's like we we had half of source tell us that they thought Gio was going to hang around, um, just because he thought he had a good shot of coming with the Yanks. I I don't think that happened or is going to happen. Um, so I have no idea. I mean, I you and I are still on team like Adam Adam to the ship just in case we need him. Um, I mean, and if you've got guys with options in the pen between Holder, Harvey, potentially Chad Green at this point, it's kind of, in our heads, it's kind of like a why not. Um, if they don't, though, it's also not, like, devastating, but I, I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea which way it goes, and I'll just wait and see before even spending time trying to figure it out. Yeah. Um, Jake, I wanted to mention the shout-out we got because I thought that was really cool, and I wanted to thank everyone for helping us do that and everything. And if you missed yeah. it, if you missed it, obviously I saved this. Um, right. And I don't care if that makes me seem like a loser or whatever. But here's sure. the shout-out we got. You, know, you got to give credit a little bit. You know, in between these, we check Twitter here and there, and Jimmy Talking Yanks has got a nice podcast. I know you've been on it. Yeah, he does a great job. John Boy. John Boy. John Boy's a good follow. Knows his stuff. So, yes, you can contribute to the Yankees broadcast here. We are the, the Yes Network, and you never know. So that was really cool. That was really cool. Million, that was really cool. I probably got, between Instagram and Twitter, probably got, like, over 200 DMs of people saying, yeah. like, that was awesome, and they are happy. That was really nice yeah, of, pe- uh, of Coney and Michael K. And pe- the guy people on Instagram. People were happy for the... People were happy for the ride, and man, you it was it was a good thing by you. Um, you caught that whole interaction was hilarious. Yeah. The catcher, the catcher looking in the dugout for the pitch. He gets the pitch, shakes his head like that's a terrible idea, and then they hit a home run. So that was it was really good by you, and yeah, it was awesome getting the shout out. And I, I, I still don't know your your full play by play of when it happened, and I don't know if people like this or care about this, but. I asked you before the season started, I was like, yo, have you gotten a shout out on the air yet? And you're like, no, don't think so. So I'm, I'm sitting on my couch watching the game, having a bud. <laughs> um, and my lady friend, girlfriend, Jess, looks over. She started talking to me, and she said your name at the same time they said it on the broadcast. So I thought, like, am I just losing my mind and I think I'm hearing things now? And so I didn't even answer whatever question she asked me. I was just like looking at the screen, almost jaw open. And I was like, I think we just got mentioned on the broadcast. So go to rewind it in the MLB app. Of course, the app freezes up, kicks me out. I'm like, are you kidding me? This has to be a joke. Go back in, rewind it. And then, uh, yeah, little little mini celebration there. Well, I knew it was coming because I forced their hands. And I actually right. have to give a shout out on Instagram. Yehuda one messaged me and said, "Did you see the the look Maldonado gave the dugout after he got the pitch?" I didn't see it. Nice. A couple times I've had people, you know, message me and then I'm say, "Thanks, I'll make a breakdown of it." Like, thanks for spotting that. So, shout out to Yehuda on Instagram. Yeah. But they they talked about it once, like right after I tweeted it out. Right. And I and then I tweeted and I tagged Coney, I tagged Coney NK, and I said they just watched my video. So then that was kind of like, I, I bet they felt guilty, like, ah, oh, shit, we, he, we have to shout him out. He just tagged <laughs> we us. We got to give him a little love. But then they gave a lot of love, so that was really cool. 
And we got to get yeah. Coney on the podcast now because he still hasn't been on. Yeah, that's going to happen. Oh, yeah, eventually. Eventually. All right. Let's go. Let's move on. Are do you we ready? do we let out any judge stuff now so we don't talk about it or what's the deal? Talk about judge before we go into Burns and Awards. Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, he's going to be out two months, in my opinion. I mean, yeah. maybe more. So now we're all doctors and experts. If it's a grade two strain, it's all the comps that have happened. Um, and it was Chris Davis and someone else. I forget who. That had a grade one oblique strain. They made it back around a month. So if it's grade one strain, I'm going to tell my brain he's back uh, late July, right? A grade yeah. two strain, please. Forgive me. Yeah. If it's a grade three strain, he needs surgery. And it's about three months. Yeah. I think they would have jumped the gun on that if that was the case. He's traveling west with the team. And they say they're going to reevaluate in two weeks. If it's a grade three, that makes me think, I have no idea, just to let you guys know. Like, <laughs> I have no idea. I'm just speculating. Yeah. If it was a grade three and surgery was the result, don't you think they would do that already? Like he'd do that right now? Yeah, you'd like to think so. Um, but yeah, I know I know the big thing all the all the Yes Network and beat writers were saying is that they're waiting two weeks and they're going to reevaluate. So I, I think the two weeks is the date to circle on Judge Watch. Um, and then from there, uh, anywhere from four to 12 weeks after that, <laughs> depending the severity of the strain. So yeah, I think two, two months is probably the round number right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's somewhat of a chance for a little er- earlier if it's, if it's not as severe. Um, and there's a chance that it could be a little later if it is. So, uh, sucks, um, really sucks. It was our one guy we were we were like holding on to life for. <laughs> yeah, and I'm I'm happy they're not giving a timetable. They pressed Judge today after the game like so much. Do you have a time? And Judge just said, "I don't. It's not necessary to put a time on it because all that yeah. happens is it doesn't hit, and then I people get mad at me. But I'm I'm almost certain they said three weeks last year as leverage for trades. It was right around yeah. the deadline, and I think they didn't want other teams knowing they were out without Judge for so long. I think it makes sense. Yeah, that but. that makes a ton of sense. Um, so yeah, sucks. Two two weeks, we'll have a better idea. And yeah, I mean, you you saw it when we did the pregame show. You and I were we're almost at each other a little bit just because it was like it's a lot of emotions, man. And I I don't know. I'm just at the point where none of us are doctors. Give me like a three week timeline of when. There's a chance you'll be back, and then let me know when you're playing your rehab games. Like, that's all I want to know at this point. Yeah, the constant updates are annoying. And and like we yeah. found out with Hicks, they're, they, they're dumb. We constantly got <laughs> cold with Hicks. He's close, he's close, he's close. Now they finally tell us that Hicks needs a full spring training. A full spring training is five weeks long. Can they do maybe three-week full spring training? Maybe. But that still right. means from today, Hicks is – three weeks to a month out. Yeah. And they finally said that instead of saying like, oh, he's getting close. And people think, oh, maybe next week. Like, no, Hicks is out yeah. for a while, guys. Yeah. Stan, Gary's coming back on Wednesday. Anduhar's the only bizarre one, man. Anduhar kind of looks great. And you're just like, <laughs> but you have the most severe injury. What's happening? Yeah. If Anduhar 
can't play third and can just play first and DH, that's fine. Pick him up. Pick him up. Like, they showed him fielding at third, and he was throwing. Like, I tweeted out, like, he looks normal. Like, he looks very... Yeah. They showed him raking at BP. I I guess it seems like he's going to come back this season at some point. Like, the fact that they're this far into throwing and hitting, um, and they haven't, like, shut it down, shut it down. But you never know. I mean, that news could change with an instant and one one strain or something like that. I think they're... (laughs) Honestly, Jim... And we we talked about this a little when Judge went down. I think they're in uncharted waters with all the injuries, the 40-man, that they need to, like, they still need to figure out what the game plan is going to be when people start coming back. Yeah. Like, so- in, in my head today, I started thinking, like, do we cut Tulo at some point to make roster space? Because at least you can play someone like Tyro Estrada and say he's going to be healthy. Like, I don't know. Like, they are in uncharted waters for where they're at. Yeah, I, I went live on Instagram to, to hang out with those people for a while, and they could ask me, are we going to make a trade? Are we going to make a trade? And and what do you do? Because if you trade for someone, then you're, you're, giving, up, you're giving up trade pieces for a short, short-term problem. Right. And then when everyone's healthy, now what are you going to trade that person again? Are you going to cut them? How does it all work out? Like, I don't understand how a trade would work. I'm sure there's targets out there. Like, smoke might be a real target, but I don't know how the 40 man works. Yeah, I mean, you don't, that'd become part of the trade talks. Like, you'd have to work in like a Joe Harvey or a Mike Ford to whatever they want back to help clear up your 40 man. So I don't know. It's I, this is going to become like a general manager case study one day. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty interesting. The most injuries ever. All right. Let's, let's get it. Let's get into Burns. Jakey Burns. We've got four games, so we're going to have to cruise through some of these. Here we go. Game one versus the Royals. Game, uh, game one will be the cruise game. Cause oh, this, yeah. this oh, sucked. Yeah. It's yeah. the one we lost folks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. On your mark. Get set. Burn. Game one of the four-game set. Homer Simpson Bailey versus Domingo on a Thursday, Herman, and grab some Advil and a Gatorade because this was a hangover game after the Boston series. Alex Gordon RBI double in the first, but Glaber calls him with a sack fly. It's 1-1 after one. Well, hey, a little solar power and O'Hearn with solo shots off of Herman. He'd settle down to have a pretty solid day, Jim. Six innings pitch, three earned runs, nine Ks. Okay, Mingo. Holder could not hold it. He gets touched up. The sack fly in the first was the only Yankees run. Homer Bailey to Dick Lovelady, I bet. And an old friend, Ian Kennedy, Yankees lose 6-1 final, dead game. Completely dead game. I remember texting you and saying, there's no way I remember this game. Yeah. <laughs> By the time we get through four. And that was that was like not knowing we were going to get a replay, an ejection, a judge injury, a walk-off, a six-run blow-up. Like, how am I supposed to remember game one here? I don't know if I have any notes even. And it was it was the El Boring game. There was oh. nothing going on. So it was boring. boring. Joe's was tweeting it was boring. You were tweeting it was boring. There was just nothing. There was no life. It was it was it was my fear going into the game that it was going to be a hangover game, and it so clearly was. <laughs> and you're worried, like, wow, did we just to use their phrase, did we turn the corner? And it's like, oh shit, now we're not. We're just peeking around the corner, thinking it looks nice out there. 
Herman looked pretty good, but he gave up three solo, three home runs. Was it or two home runs? Uh, there was two solo homers and an RBI double. Um, and yeah, I mean, one were both solo shots at cheapies. I know one of them was opposite field, and it was nice. One, one but was it just dead snuck center. out. One of the home runs was was right. right. Was dead the, the dead center one was a bomb. The left field one. Uh, I mean, it was deep. It was opposite field, so the guy connected on it. But um, uh, there's there's days when that's not a home run at Yankee Stadium. But no, I mean, at, I think it's kind of funny, and I'll, I'll give Joe's credit on this too, but he was like, you can basically pencil in Herman for like six innings, three runs, and a bunch of Ks, which I that's kind of I, impressive. I can't just pencil him in for that yet. Okay. you need You need a little more? I can't pencil any of our starters in for that yet. <laughs> I think you might be saying different things by the end of this conversation. Tanaka's been good. Um, Paxton. The starters have been the best part of our team. <laughs> yeah, I know. Been really good. Herman was good. Uh, anything, nothing else happened in this game. No one got a hit, really? Yeah. I mean, we're, Judge we're got done. a hit. This Boyd game's over. Clint got two hits, but. Dead game. No, I mean, what happened, Jake, is. Four hits as a team. What happened was this was Holder's. Last chance. Holder's last stand. Yeah. Well, I mean, he came in in two other games or one other game? One other game. But we were we were blowing him out. Right. You got That's what I'm saying. He got slop time. This was his last time getting a meaningful inning for hopefully a while. Maybe the same with Chad. We'll, we'll talk did, about did that. You, did you see the high leverage stuff? Yeah, it's it's insane. The the holder usage stuff can't can't be explained. And yeah, well, why... for, any, for anyone that didn't see it, uh, at at that point that Holder came in, because it's probably changed now. There's three more games happening after. Holder had been used in high leverage situations more than any other reliever we had, which is insane because he's allowed a run in five of his six outings. Yeah. So people were saying I thought they were so analytical, you know, like, and then this just goes right. against all the analytics. Analytics. So I don't understand what's going on with Holder. I hope they stop using him. Oh yeah, they they have to now. This this like you mentioned was the breaking point as is today with Chad, I think. I don't yeah, I I don't think so with Chad. We'll get to that when we get to that. Okay. Um well, let's just go to game 2 then. Game 2. Now now we can do the fun stuff. Here we go. Fun fun fun. On your marks. Get set. I got to do the music first. Sure. Burn! Karsten Charles Sabathia on the bump for his public enemy number one, Jacob Junis, the guy that hurt Judge's wrist last year. CeCe did his job, Jim. Five innings pitch, no earned runs, one on an error in that bizarre third inning. Clint threw a guy out at home. Voight had a rough inning. Our pets' heads are falling off. Anyways, let's have a party. It's a guardy party. Two-run shot from old man Brett. 2-1 after three. What you talking about, Willis? Mikey T solo shot. 3-1. Top six. Retweet Gordon RBI double. I'm done with that guy after this series. But bottom six, the sack fly is underrated. Another shout-out for Joe's RBI for DJ LeMahieu. An insurance run on a pass ball. And then the small ball yanks, Jim. Safety squeezed by Tyler Wade. We go CeCe to Sessa to Adovino to Canely to Britain. Yanks win 6-2. This was a bizarre game. 
because there was yes. some like great plays. Clint making a great play in right field for the double play. Yeah. And then Voigt just like a simple, simple error right afterwards. Glaber with a really dumb error at the end of the game. Yeah. And then Pu- puppy like, dog Glaber. Base running mistakes from both sides. It was wet. It was rainy. They were slipping a lot. They end up getting the win, which is nice. And CeCe looked good again. Yeah, man. CeCe didn't look as good. I think he had like four walks or something. But, um, yeah, yeah I mean, walks. five innings pitch, no no one runs. We'll, we'll take that. It got the pitch count up a little bit. Uh, Sessa get, gives up a run after him, but the rest of the bullpen did their job that day, which we haven't been saying a lot. Um and yeah, I think the safety squeeze, everyone was freaking out about that because, you know, the Yankees never do that stuff. Um, but yeah, we we got to win. A, a chunk of the lineup had hits, everyone except LeMahieu and Clint, which is kind of the opposite. This, of they did what... a safety squeeze in this game? Am I misremembering that? I don't. I think that was like two series that was ago. A, it, it was a bunt single to third. He scored on the throwing error. That's my bad. Okay. Tyler Wade. Tyler Wade with the bunt. Yes. Okay. Yes. I couldn't remember that. Confusing my Yankee bunts. That's where we're at mid-April. That is where you are. Gardner with another home run and Talkman with a home run. Talkman show has started. Uh, I, I tweeted out some of the parallels between him and Luke Voigt's starts and continuations with the Yankees. It's a, it's a little fun. He looks like a totally different ball player. Um, I'm like, I'm... You know me, I'm in the video game, video game, how about that, the video game now, and dude, his he's opened up his stance a little bit, I want to take, I think I'm going to take a video of his first at-bats and his latest at-bats, because dude, he wasn't even swinging, like when he would swing, it was just like, uh, I can't believe I'm in the major league sw- swing, and now he's hit the point where like, he's swinging man, he, he knows the porch is out there, he's looking to make like vicious contact and I like that Mike Talkman. He has some good at bats. He was fouling off tough pitches. It's confidence. Looks like solid. Coney was saying in the booth, it's confidence. Yeah. He just got something going, something clicked, and now he's like, okay, I belong. I mean, we've been saying it like I don't feel that bad when Talkman's up anymore, which is crazy. Guys are talking to him in the dugout now because he's he looks okay. It's, he's talking I mean, too big much steps. in the dugout. He's talking like nonstop in the dugout. Well, he's been pent up for three weeks. Imagine yeah. what you would be doing if nobody talked to you for two weeks. Oh, I'm a big talker. I know every, I didn't know every teammate I had. I just talk nonstop. So see, we want to make talking Yank shirts. <laughs> Talkman Yanks. Talkman, no, just talking Yanks. Talk about it. There's a lot of fun things you can do with talk. A lot of talk puns have been running through my head lately. Oh, dude. Along with Yankee bunts. All right, let's get to the let's get to the next game. Four games. Game three. Tough to remember. Game three was yeah. fun and bad. Here we go. On your mark. Get set. Burn. Heath Bar Filmeyer versus future Gold Glove winner Masahiro Tanaka on Saturday, 420 in the Bronx, and the Yanks would blaze it daily, nightly, and ever so rightly. The judge gavels one to right, followed by El Rojo. Clint with a cheapie of his own. It's 2-0 Yanks. Glaber Torres hits a three-run homer for the second out in the third. We'll talk about that later. Let's talk about Mike right now. Three-run shot for Talkman, followed by a little bone on the bayou. DJ LeMahieu goes oppo for his first home run as a Yankee. And short port Saturday was lit in the Bronx. 
It was 6-0 at this point. Yanks and KC tack on a couple. Tanaka, seven innings pitch, one earned run, seven strikeouts. To Holder, two innings pitch, one earned run, one strikeout. Yankees win 9-2. Happy, very sad with the judge injury. Another confusing game. Like game two, I said there were some great plays and then there were some errors, but in the end it was good. This, like everything between the lines was awesome. Tank. Yes. Seven innings pitched, one earned runs. All the home runs. Like technically we should have had even another three more runs on the board. Boone got ejected. That's fun. And then yeah. the, the judge news. Just wow. Yeah, and it was you're right. Like it it was almost on cloud nine. Everyone's hitting. We're we're scoring runs. The pitching looks good. Judge rips a base hit. Like you're you're almost I think everyone was waiting for him to hit like another homer. The Yanks were hot and it was like they like right before he hit his first home run, they were talking about how his slugging's just slightly lower, blah blah blah. Hits the Yabo. You're almost expecting him to catch another one because that's the unfair world Aaron Judge lives in. And then he rips the single, and you just see him grimace, and you go, oh, no. So bad right away. He he walks into the dugout, and he's he's cussing. He's so mad that he's he is now lucky, unlucky number 13. He, he puts his batting helmet between his hands and looks like he's going to, like, Hulk smash it together. Um, yeah. Would have been kind of a cool gift. But, yeah, um, yeah I mean, it was, it was devastating after a great, great day of baseball. Devastating. But let's talk about the good stuff. Tank yeah. was good. They tried to bunt on him, and he was like, I'm not CC. Yeah. You, you bunted on CC yesterday. You got your throwing error from the big man. My name is Masahiro Tanaka. I'm a gold glove winning pitcher soon. Hasn't had one yet, which is ridiculous. That that play was awesome. Man, and that was that was funny. You know, I've I've been randomly texting you. I've for some reason, Luke Voigt looks slower this year. It keeps boggling my mind, and I randomly text Jimmy like once every three games. Like He hit a tapper today sh- to short that I thought was going to be a bang-bang play. He's out by two steps. Um, I, just, I just need to wash that out of my head. This happened with the Tanaka play. I think Gordon laid down like the perfect bunt, and I think Kaster even said it in his voice. He was expecting Tanaka not to even throw it. Yeah. And Tanaka whipped it. Like it looked like the classic bunt where the pitcher waits for it to go foul and it just never does and you say, "Well, that was a hell of a bunt." Uh Tanaka did that for like a millisecond and then he goes, "Fuck this." And he fields it and fires to first. Uh got him. It was it was a really nice play. Tanaka gold glove. Have you been pushing for that at all? A little bit. A little bit. And then Coney was talking about it right after on the broadcast. <laughs> I was like, "You can yeah, give me another shout out." No, no Keuchel this year, um, and Keuchel's got a few gold gloves of his own, so uh, Tanaka might be the leader in the clubhouse. Four gold gloves for Keuchel. Get out well, of it's dude. not going to be that. It's going to be because I, I did a, started a grassroots campaign. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Jimmy, our, our normally slow start in Tanaka, 2.76 ERA, 29 innings, five games started. He's uh, lined up to have a really solid April with one more good start. Oh, yeah. I mean, he still didn't really have a splitter, which is worrisome. Yeah, he he threw a couple. He threw a couple. Um, but yeah, he's working in that slider more. And I, I, Coney again. I know we sound like suck ups now that Coney gave us a shout out. But um, Coney had some great analysis talking about how the Kansas City guys were leaning over and clearly looking off speed, which lets Tanaka bring his fastball on the inside corner. And he was doing a little bit of that. It was it was really nice. 
We got some treats this game, Jake. Some treats. We got some gifts from the baseball gods. Mm. Or Yankee God. Walk us through them, Jim. Back goes Soler on the track at the wall, and it is gone. DJ LeMahieu, David John makes long gone. He homers to right. <laughs> Dude, that call is his worst call. It's so phenomenally bad. I it's it might it's in the running for one of my favorites. I can't listen to it and not laugh. David John makes long gone. It's beautiful. That's going on a shirt. I can't believe I just put that together, but I I need that. Um, cause people have been saying, get the Sockman Talkman shirt. And I'm like, that does nothing for me. Like, I don't even get that. Like he Sterling clearly didn't think Talkman was ever going to get a Homer. And that's what came out. He planned the LeMahieu one. And the fact that he's been sitting on that now for three weeks <laughs> is incredible. <laughs> David, incredible. David John. <laughs> Someone said, why does he just leave out the word makes? It's like, David John long gone. Like, but David John makes long gone. It's beautiful. It's so I get it. I know what it is, Jim? It's my first screen name. Jeets goes deep. My first screen name was Jeet Goes Deep, which in the chat rooms people thought it meant something a lot different. But everyone used to always ask me, why didn't you put Jeeter goes deep? And I was like, Ah, Jeet flowed better. Um, so there's a little AIM talk. And that's what's going on with the J- David John long gone. Just well, flows a little better in his head. <laughs> we did get, that's that's bad good. That's en- right. enjoy it because it's bad Sterling. And then right after that, we got enjoy it because it's good Sterling because this was back-to-back home runs. Right. So we got our first of those. And he, he really belly to belly. He really hit it, Jake. You go back-to-back, <laughs> belly-to-belly. <laughs> Like that's a belly I mean, that's, to belly. That's sexy. <laughs> yeah, that's. There's no other word for it. It's sexy. <laughs> Go back to back, <laughs> belly to belly. <laughs> <laughs> like, like at that point, Susan like looked at someone else and was like, <laughs> "We might, we might need eyes in here." <laughs> oh, that's good. But another home run from Talkman. Let's talk about the Glaber replay play. Yeah, let's let us. And Booney getting ejected. There's no way you can assume. So if no one, if anyone didn't see this game, right. Glaber hit a three-run bomb. The ball is going to be a home run. If no, if no one touches it, no player or fan touches it, it's going right. to be over the fence. That's you can't say otherwise. That's right happening. Alex Gordon was making a play on it. The fan- Which, by the way, is Alex Gordon is a factor in this because he's a multiple-time Gold Glove winner, so they respect his defense out there. Yeah, I wonder how much you can put that into play, but yes. Yeah. And the kid does reach over and touch it before right. it. I think, so they ruled it an out, saying right. he, so they're assuming he makes that catch, which I think is right. crazy because in baseball you can't assume the double play and then if you assume he makes that catch, you should assume the runners would tag up. Now, here's where it gets interesting, right. Jake. The rule book says that if the ball was still in fair play, right, it's an out no matter what. Right. 
But I don't think, I think it's clear that the ball was, Gordon's glove was over the wall. Yeah, but I think because I, I this, if you remember, we did this with the playoffs last year with the Red Sox-Houston play where Mookie's over that ridiculously short fence in Houston, so you can't really tell anything that's going on. Like, that one was clear 50-50, um, and they called that one an out. I, I think, and I don't necessarily know why, but I think if it's close, from what I've seen, from the evidence of the two plays where I've seen this really, really be a situation, they've called it out both times. Um, so, I mean, I guess they're told to lean lean that way, which, I mean, for me, like baseball, we're trying to get the popularity going. Like, I think you should encourage the home runs and stuff. I guess it gets tricky because you want to always discourage the fans from getting in the way. Um, and people were ripping that kid pretty good. Um, I, like, half get it. Like, it wasn't an egregious. It wasn't Jeffrey Mayer. The guy wasn't, like, over. He was, he was pretty tight. But still, you can't risk that. You just got to know. Like, if you sit there... Like, right. We saw it a couple games ago when people let Judge have room and the others have room. Like Egg just, toss catches. Yeah. Don't reach over. Because you got yeah. ejected, you leave the game. Like, Alligator arms. My thing is, if the, it's a dumb rule. And that's what Boone said it in his press conference. You could read Boone's lip where he says, there's no yeah. fucking way, he, there's no fucking chance he catches that fucking ball. That's what Boone was saying right. to the umps. And afterwards, like Boone said, I know it's not them who makes the call, but I was angry because that's a dumb rule. Right. So I was, had to get, I had to let anyone know who, that I was not okay with this. So Boone was like, I, yeah. and they should have thrown me out. And I agree with him because to assume he makes that catch, like that's a top one sports center catch. It's not an error yeah. if he drops it. No. You know what I mean? So you can't just assume he catches the ball. Now, if the rule is a fan touches the ball while it's in the field of play, it's an out automatically. I get that. But I, I think it was clear that the ball was on top of the wall, not in the field of play. I think that's it turns into the NFL thing with that's the goal the line. That's the case, yeah. That's and what happened. I, they said that you, I, I think the problem is you can't you can't fully confirm that it was over the wall. Yeah. So they have to go they have to go the other way on it. So it is brutal. I don't know if there's a perfect solution to that. Yeah, there is. Um, Idiot fans, don't reach over. Yeah. That's yeah. the solution. And and that's that's also kind of why they do have to make that call is because you can, after Jeffrey Mayer and, uh, I mean, this guy, like, you can't encourage that from fans. It would be awful. <laughs> yeah, it would be terrible. Yeah, <laughs> you'd be scared as a visiting outfielder. Yeah. Everyone everyone likes to say, like, about time Boone showed some emotion and stuff. Like, he got ejected twice last year. We're 20 games in, he got ejected once. Joe Girardi got ejected, like, three times a year. I think yeah. in his most, it was five. Like, come on. It's just, it, the, it's so baseball how bizarre the replay is that, like, the umpires don't even get to talk. They just listen to the guys at the headquarters. And, like, so Boone, Boone wants to go out there and just have a discussion, but he almost can't. <laughs> yeah. Like, the, the umpires just have to stand there and be like, this is what they decided. Yeah. It's stupid. Fun. But anything, good thing is we won the game. Yeah. Bada bing, bada boom. Let's uh, let's burn game four. Game four. This is an exciting one. Yeah, man. I had to. This was tough. It was what do I include? What do I exclude? Um, so we'll see. We'll see how I did. Game four versus the Royals. The Yanks are up two to one. Can they take the series? Paxton on the bump and a pretty bad lineup out on the field. On your mark, get set, burn. 
James Paxton trying to follow up his 12K performance versus Boston against J-Lo, Jorge Lopez. But there would be no waiting for tonight from the Yanks. LeMahieu scores on a pass ball, Romine RBI single, remember that. Then legendary bat speed. Clint Frazier, a little too much brandy in the Easter eggnog because that ball is plastered over the bullpen and left. 5 nothing Yanks. Paxton is amazing. Another 12-strikeout performance. This game's over, right? Wrong. KC puts up six in the eighth. Cheese and rice. Retweet. Romine. RBI single in the eighth. Bonos Cantos. Free baseball, babe. Bottom ten. Talkman and Urshela walk. Tyro Estrada. Nice to meet you. You're hitting, bud. A perfect sack bunt that sets up Stone Cold Austin Romine. Uh-oh, Billy Zane. It's a walk-off. Happy Easter. Passover. Whatever you want to celebrate. 7-6 final. Let's go, Yanks. Ooh, a lot of Easter stuff in there. You like that? It was Easter. It was. Did this game happen on Easter? So that's why you included all the Easter stuff. And I kind of made up the Easter eggnog. I don't think that's a traditional Easter drink, but maybe. I don't think I've ever had it. Like eggs and milk are kind of in the same category in my head. And dairy. Easter eggs that so kind of tie that together. <laughs> what do they call that? Dairy. I haven't heard of that, but. Oh, this game was wild, man. I mean, Paxton was dealing. Clinton with the three-run shot. I mean, at 5-0, everyone is sitting so comfy and cozy. Everyone, here, here's what I'll say, and this isn't a shot at anyone. This isn't a shot at any Yankee fans. I guess the best way to describe it would be everyone started folding up their folding chair. Yeah. Like if this was your kid's soccer game, you start folding up the soccer ch- the the chair and get ready to go to the car. And then when you folded up the chair, you were like, "Oh boy, we're standing for the rest of this one, huh?" Yeah, it's <laughs> a good way to put it. I like that. You like that? Yeah. Weird brain doesn't remember dairy, but has a good equation to soccer parents in their fold up chairs. Yeah, uh, I'm fine with Paxton coming out of the game. I mean, he was a lot of strikeouts, a lot of pitches, a lot of he was he was yeah. he was good, and then it seemed like he did hit a wall. You know, he went double, then a walk, four pitch walk, four pitch walk, four pitch walk. That was it. Yeah, and we were up five nothing, and there was three innings left. Canely comes in and looks great. More on that later. Tommy tight pants, babe. I'm fine with bringing Chad in up five nothing. As am I. As am I, uh, because it, it does start to turn into a, well, when when can we use Chad Green? If you can't use him up five or down five, when can you use Chad Green? Chad's um, got a lack of confidence right now. That bloop single to start right over Voight's head, that's killer. And then a walk, yeah. that's on Chad. And then a ground ball single, like not. Yeah, it was a dribbler. A dribbler. It, was, it, it really was, and I, I had... By the time that inning circled back, because they batted around that inning, I had totally forgot about the blooper and the dribbler. Um, That's why everyone was screaming about Chad, and it's bad. But Adovino gave up a double and two home runs. Like, pitches that left his hand were, the result of them was way worse than Chad. And And Adovino's been great for us, so he has much more leash. Chad doesn't have any leash at all right now, really. But even out of, out of, yeah, Adovino threw his two worst pitches of the year, um, sliders that almost didn't move at all. Yeah. But um, I 
I'm not going to defend Chad on his performance at all. I mean, well, that's I mean, uh, I don't. I mean, it, the the dribbler and the bloop are. What are you gonna crucify yeah, a guy for that? I mean, I mean, it, it's it's baseball. He walked a guy. I mean, the the dribbler was a dribbler, but I mean, it was still hitting him where they ain't. Um, and I mean, it's, I I know it's early in the. He got no outs, and his ERA is up to twelve two seven. So it it sucks, but I mean, Chad Chad is in a bad way right now. Yeah, but I but yes, obviously, and his confidence looks busted, which is not important. Which is mostly right. that's the main issue right now. But I'm saying like everyone's everyone's so anxious to get on Chad, but like Otto sucked more <laughs> that inning. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's I. I mean, I think Adovino kind of folded up his chair too, man. I think so. I, I think a lot. I think a lot of people did because he he came in and was just throwing and gave up gave up back to back home runs before double the yes homer, cameras were even ready for it. Double homer, homer, unlike five yeah. pitches. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, obvi- obviously not good by Adovino. This was essentially his first slip up. I mean that. That other one that scored against him was the 29-mile-per-hour exit velocity hit or whatever. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's – and here we are. We're Now we are down 6-5 in the eighth inning on a happy Easter – what was going to be remembered as James Paxton's Easter game is now poo-pooed away. Yeah. I thought – I thought we were winning this game. I still was confident. Otherwise, it was going to be, like, brutal. But when, when, it, when it was tied – for like those 30 right. seconds it was tied, I was like, oh, God. But we're going to win. And then when they hit the six, I was like, imagine losing this game. If we – I I, f- I was sincerely feeling if we didn't tie it or take the lead in the eighth that we were going to end up losing it. Um, but a uh, huge RBI by Romine, and then he obviously walks it off. Um, and, I, again, we're, we're close to awards, so I won't stumble over everything too much. But, dude, how about Chapman, man? Yeah, he's throwing a hundred. Did he throw a single slider? I don't know. It might have been straight gas, and I mean, with the fastest man in baseball on the bases, he gets to third, which you knew was going to happen. But Chapman, uh, I mean, he settled in and he did the job. So that was a uh, Britain. That looked, was kind of awesome. Britain looked good too once Gore got picked off, which is the most bizarre. He might be proud of the Yankees. Like what a momentum shift. Did you Terrence see Gore. I posted the gif of it? Like everyone go back and watch that pickoff. Zach Britton was doing his C move. Like pickoff, yeah. like pitchers have a B move, then they'll just show you a move, and then they have the oh, I'm gonna get you on this one. He right. wasn't doing either of those. Britton wasn't doing yeah. either of those. He was literally just having a catch with Voigt and just saying, Okay, let's just throw it over here. And Gore was just standing twelve feet off the base and didn't even really try to get back. Man. Yeah, he he Gore Gore was doing a I I'm I'm going on first move and Britain gave his C move like you said, which the only way you would get the runner is if they were going on first movement and yeah, I mean it was a la- that's when it was over. That's when the Royals lost. Yeah, I agree. That was momentum. Like a thousand percent. Yeah. It was brutal. It was it was hilarious. Gore's yeah. bad at baseball, thank, but good at running. Thank fast. you, Terrence Gore. Yeah, I feel bad for him. I feel bad for him. Feel real bad for him. Anyway, uh, five seven. Tyro Estrada getting pinch hit to bunt. How about that, dude? Didn't even know he was in the building. Um, comes up. He's coming up against Deekman, who lost control. 
they pinch hit him for Ford, so they go they get off the lefty for lefty matchup, which forces the Royals to bring in Kennedy, which I mean, he looked really good in that first game against us, so you're starting to wonder a little bit, like, would I rather have Diekman, who just walked two guys up against Ford, or would I rather have Tyro Estrada making his MLB debut trying to bunt off of Ian Kennedy? Um, and the kid ended up laying down a perfect bunt. Yeah, it was so, good. Shout out to Tyro. Tyro. Welcome to the league, bud. Old bullet hips. Or can we not joke about that? How was your, uh, I think bullet, bullet thigh, right? Bullet thyro. Where to get him? I got him in the hip. Bullet thyro. Yeah. Bullet thyro. Um, did did his job. That's uh. Yeah. Hey, you know everyone's got their MLB story. That's that's kind of a fun one. Yeah. Get, where's, where's get your called up that day. I show up to the stadium. They tell me to bunt. I haven't bunted in years. <laughs> All how, right. How long Tyro Estrada has bunted in a game will get over the years will get multiplied ten times over. No, someone, DJ Everly, uh, posted a video of him practicing, like, a whole round of batting practice, just bunts. Like, it's part of his game. Yes, sir. When he gets old. Oh. When he gets old. That's the awards sound. sound. It's the awards sound. And the first award goes to... The first award Pride is... Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Yeah. And I get to go first, because it's Sunday. And my Pride of the Yankees is Clint Frazier. Wow. Legendary bat speed. We have the shirts on sale in the store. I'm wearing it right now. Clint Frazier on this series, six hits. He had a 375 batting average, a 412 on base percentage, two home runs, a couple big home runs. He's locked in. He had a nice play in right field, double play. And uh, he's like the guy now, <laughs> which is bizarre. Yeah. He is the guy now, and he looks much better in right field than left field, which is good. Yep. I like him in right field, so uh, yeah, hopefully like we can ride his hot hand. He looks good. He looks locked in. He's our, he's our cleanup hitter. Um, if, he was, if he was struggling at the dish, like he didn't start his spring training or whatever, you know, It'd be a lot worse right now. Like he's a true cog right now. And I gave him the runaway with it award. And now, you know, he's running. He's running and dude, that was a bomb. Cleared the bullpen. Oh yeah. I think that's I think that's gone at old Yankee Stadium. I think that's one of those fun phrases. Um Man. He looks good. He he looks locked in. I, I will say, um, I think there's a little bit of Andujar. Like, the guy's not going to walk a lot, but he also still has a decent control of the strike zone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, man. That bat speed looks there. He just he looks confident. He's playing good. He's got the whole shoe thing going on. Uh, keep, keep it up, El Rojo. Who's your pride? My pride, pride, pride of the Yankees. Uh, Jim, you were you were against kind of giving this, but I'm I'm going Austin Romine, man. Um, and a this show would be a lot different if we lost this game today. Easter five five run lead blown going into the West Coast road trip, we would be in a bad way. 
Um, he hits not only the game-tying RBI, but he hits the game-winning RBI. Uh, we've been a little tough on Romine. We've said Higgy's looked decent lately. Um, Higgy kind of was outplaying him. Romine has a man's day today, and that's who he is. Uh, he came up on the screen. Uh, my girlfriend said, ooh, who is that? So she thinks he's good-looking. Um, so that's a factor there. Interesting. Um, three for five day, three RBIs. Um, I mean, he saved the Easter game, um, which I mean is huge. Just say he it's, saved Easter. He saved Easter. He saved Easter. He's more fun that way. He saved, he saved the Paxton start. He, he saved all the good that everyone did today. Um, so I, I'm, I'm going to give it to him. And thanks, Austin. Didn't he have three hits today? Yeah. That's what I said. Oh, the stat sheet has it wrong. So he had he had five hits on the season on the series. He was three for five today. Yeah. So he had five hits because he was he had two hits yesterday. It's cool. Not bad. Good job. That's also interesting, Jake, because he was your mf'er last show. So that's a quick turnaround. That's how baseball works, Jim. Yeah. All right. Let's go on to you, Yankee motherfucker. I think this is going to annoy or surprise people. Okay. But mine's out of Eno. Ooh, all right. Uh, I mean, Chad's in a slump. Ottavino is our best pitcher. And like I said, off the pitches he threw, double home run, home run. Like, that's really bad. And I'm not upset with him long term. I have all the confidence in the world that he's going to come out next outing and do fine. This is just a blip. And like you said, I think he packed it in. Didn't realize he was going to be pitching today. Got put on the spot. So it's nothing long-term, nothing damning, but I mean, double home run, home run, three batters in a row. He, yeah. If he, if he gave up, if he cleared Chad's runners, you know, like it was double single, those three score, but he gets the next couple out and it's five to three as we go into the eighth inning. Then Chad's the motherfucker. But he he didn't clean up any mess. He didn't even like allow Chad's mess to, to get swept up and like he created a mess of his own at the end. Yeah. So Ottavino's my motherfucker. I expect way more than that. And and that's fine. That's fine. Um for my Yankee MF or Jim, and I, I just changed this. Um, and again, yeah, one winning three out of four, this is dangerous territory for doing MFers, and this one might get my head bit off a little bit, but I, I think I've got good reasoning. I'm going Glaber, Jim. Wow. Glaber didn't have his his best series. If that home run goes over. Yeah, I think things are a little different, but uh, I was going to say that's baseball, Susan. That's almost not baseball, Susan. But uh, he ends up having a tough-looking series, two hits, and 13 at bats, 154. Um, Jim, this is so this is going with my theme of the show, and I have a nice plot twist that you just mentioned, uh, which now had me excited to say it. Um, Jimmy, I mentioned these are now the 2019 Prove It Yankees. Mm-hmm. All the guys that are getting a shot Talkman, um, Romine, Urshela, who, whoever you want, Mike Ford. These are the Prove It Yankees. Clint Frazier, prove how good you are. Jimmy, Glaber Torres has an opportunity here that if the Yankees get hot, they're going to mention all those guys who are getting their opportunity, 
But if Glaber has a huge West Coast trip and these Yankees stay hot, Glaber's going to get MLB-level attention. Like, if the Yankees get hot and people are going to say, you know, what, what's doing this? Is it the pitching? Is it hitting? If Glaber Torres is right, he will start getting some national attention uh, for being one of the better young two-way players in this game. And I, I think today he got rested because they're saving him for the road trip because they're going to need him to be special. Um, and, Jim, you just mentioned that my last MFer was Romine, and then he became my pride. So that was part of this, that Glaber's going to hear this, turn it up, and he'll be my next pride of the Yankees. Wow. That's cool of you to do that. You like that? That's smart and fun. Thank you. It's a good job. Good job. All right. Let's go on to awards. Are you ready? Awards. Awards. My award is the Last of My Kind Award. Wow. Love it. Last of My Kind. It's a song I like. It's like a slow song. Last of My Kind Award goes to CC Sabathia. Brendan Cuddy had a tweet out there that I thought was so interesting. An interesting conversation. CC's late career resurgence? Will players be allowed to do this anymore? What if Keiko has this in him? You know, what if, what if like a, an aging pitcher has the peripherals look bad, but he can change the way he pitches? Are they just not going to get signed anymore and given the chance? Like, what if Geo has this in him? And there's not getting the chance? Like, is CC the last of his kind? I I asked him a question, R2C2, like, do you feel like when you retire, you're one of the last of a dying breed that doesn't care about quality starts and ERA? All you care is that your team wins because that's how the Indian pitchers that he was. And he answered and said, yeah, oh, yeah, a lot of guys don't have the same mindset that I have anymore. And the Cuddy conversation, like, are players going to be allowed to have this resurgence anymore? It's interesting. What are your thoughts on that? So is CC the last of his kind? It's, it's interesting because the resurgence, there was a couple things going on, right? He, he has a borderline hall of fame career before he starts going downhill. Mm -hmm. Um, he has injuries, which you, you can point at those a little bit. He's got the knee thing going on. Um, he also had, like, the drinking thing. That we, we kind of forget about that. Like, that was kind of a serious personal issue. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. I, I think... And he lost his fastball. <laughs> I mean, that's the biggest issue. Yeah. It, if you... <laughs> if there's a chance that you could pitch and get people out in baseball, <laughs> there's a good shot you can get a shot. Um. I, I think where CeCe's at right now, it's it's shocking that his numbers have improved, what, the past four years now? ERA's gone down the last, like, seven seasons. And it's, it's uh, I don't think it's seven. I think seven's a big one. 15, 16, 17, 18, it's four or five. I think it's four. I think this would be five if he does it. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, I, I it's wild territory. People were coming out with the fun stats, the first pitchers to ever do five innings pitch, no earned runs in his first two starts back since xyz blah 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 um it it really is remarkable um especially when you just look at it as like a baseball reference standpoint and look at it and say what happened um he can pitch man he he can pitch and i think the other thing the one thing from the advanced stat world that would transfer and have cc's back 
is the the low contact rate or whatever it is or the the speed off the bat what do they call that stat um exit like, velocity the exit velo thank you that he's got he had the lowest exit velo last year and i think early into this season he's got the lowest exit velo so I, I think that would be that would be the advanced stat that it, people would carry with them. Induces soft contact, right? But I mean, like, I know Keuchel was demanding a huge contract and stuff, right? And people think he's old because he's thirty years old, which is crazy to me. But I mean, his last five seasons: two point nine ERA, two point four, four point five five. Okay, not great. Then two point nine, then three point seven. Like Keuchel's been a great pitcher. His peripherals are bad. But no one's giving him the chance to like reinvent himself if he needs to, if that's what he needs to do. Right. Sees he got a yeah, full start- chance to reinvent himself. It starts getting tricky with contracts and like I if the pick wasn't attached to Keiko, I think he'd be signed at this point. So there's there's some little stuff there, but uh no, I, I what CeCe's doing is kind of gets overlooked how how crazy it is. Yeah. And I just I just like when he's on the mound right now. I mean, the defense hurt him, his own defense hurt him, and then Voigt hurt him. And he still put together a great outing. Yeah. For what we expect. We expect five innings, one or less run, two or less runs. All right. Who is, what's your first award? Jimmy, my first award ghost is the, who do you think you are award? I am. <laughs> Who do you think you are? I am. No, that's that's a special award. We're not giving that out today. Um, Jim, it's Talkman, dude. Who do you think you are, Mr. Talkman? Like, we talk about how fleeting baseball can be and how much things can change on a game-to-game basis. And, you know, we do have these images kind of built in that can't be changed. Like, if, if Tyler Wade has a three-for-four game, you're not going to come around and say, Tyler Wade you know, you're ready for Tyler Wade to take off. You've, <laughs> you, you, as you've mentioned, you've got your toe in the crazy pot and Tyler Wade's going to have to do a lot to sway you. In about three games, Mike Talkman has gone from laughing stock to this guy looks, like, good. Like, he looks good, Jimmy. It's nuts. It's really nuts. When he when he got the two zero count in the bottom of the ninth or tenth, no, bottom of the eighth. I don't know what it was. I think it was the bottom of the eighth. He hit the double, bottom of the eighth. He got the two zero count to lead it off. I perked up. I was like, this dude's about to go deep. Yeah, we got we got a hitting count for Talkman. Watch out. Yeah, like watch we would out. we would have we would have said that in a mocking way a week ago. Yeah, two zero. Let's see what he does with this. And then he yeah. he hit a double down the line, so it wasn't a home run, but. Yeah, man, it's 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 a weird, weird situation. Like anyone that listened to the show last week and then they went on vacation and now they're coming back and listening to Talking Yanks again, they're gonna be like, What what? Bizarre. You can't I've, baseball's I, too quick, man. You can't keep up. In a not proud way, I think I made some jokes about Talkman like, hey, maybe lean into a pitch, buddy. Like if we needed a base runner. And now if there's runners on base, I'm like, Oh, here we go. Talk show. Yeah, dude, it's nuts. So that's yeah. nuts. So who are you, Mike Talkman? Who are you? In who his last you? five games, he has like a three. No, his last five games, he has a three something batting average, a four something on base percentage, and a one point five OPS. 
small, tiny game, sample size, but it's crazy. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, man. He's like Mike Talkman's kind of having a good season now, and that's bizarre. <laughs> How many awards has he won, do you think? A popular guy. I think he's got the, he, he got the, two weeks ago, I gave him the I can't wait to say goodbye award. Wow. And now I'm not there anymore. Well, actually, There's like, a, if that means Hicks, Stanton, everyone's back, I'm still happy. You should it. see from my camera right now, there's a big old Easter egg on your face right now. Oh, man. Yeah. And then he got the man in the iron mask because he started the transformation. And now the transformation's right. been made, and you give him the who do you think you are. Wow. Crazy stuff. All right. My next award Crazy. is my next award is the Oh, There You Are, Peter award. Okay. Do you know what movie that's from? Um, I'm not sure. It's from Hook. Oh, okay. There you are, Peter. Robin Williams, Peter Pan comes back to the Lost Lost Boys, and that little kid sure. rubs his face and finds like his eyes. Oh, there you are, Peter. Tommy Canley. That's how I felt. Nice. When he dropped that change up to smoke out to strike out Alex Gordon in the seventh inning. That's how I felt. I was like, oh, there it is. Yeah. Oh, I remember that from the ALCS. I remember that from 2017. Oh, there you are, Peter. I mean, we talked about him last week because you gave him an award, but with Holder right. struggling and Green struggling and Batances hurt, and big shout out to you because I called you crazy for saying that for saying that Canely may become I still think he's fourth in line right now. I don't know where you had him. Yeah, I think, I mean, right now it's what? Chapman, Adovino. Britain. I think Br Britain and Canely could be a toss-up. What I saw from Britain today, oh my God, dude. Yeah, he's crazy. When he's right, it's insane. Yeah. But yeah, you... Like, there, if he looks like that regularly, there's a chance that, like, old tweets could get dug up and look dumb because he threw some filth. But Canely looked great, too. <laughs> Canely has now appeared in eight games. He has not allowed an earned run in seven of them. He's hitting 98 with his fastball and then throwing his 90-mile-per-hour changeup. Last year when he was struggling, his fastball was at 93 miles per hour, like major difference. Yeah. If he can be this guy, we still need to see it more. But my eyes lit up when he struck out Alex Gordon on that changeup. I'm telling you, I was like, oh, there it is. And it was funny because it was it was one of those where the bat, the longer the at bat goes, the advantage goes to the hitters. We we hear the yes guys talk about that a lot, because uh, he was going fastball changeup every other pitch. Then he threw two changeups. I want to say outside of the zone. So it's like, oh shoot, is he going to have to challenge him with the fastball? And then he threw kind of a dirty changeup inside, came back over the plate, sat there. Gordon ends up looking like a big old dummy. Uh, but yeah, man. I mean, it's just. It, again, how how Mike Talkman has changed in a couple weeks. If Tommy Canley could put a few of those together, and if Brit Britain does his bizarro Britain, we don't know which Britain we're getting each day, or if Vino goes into a cold snap, I mean, Tommy Canley can still climb the ladder more. But, I mean, right now, keep pumping that gas and change, Tommy. And, <laughs> Jim, how bizarre is baseball? That, like, you look back now and it's like, oh, yeah, Tommy Canley put on, like, 50 pounds and was drinking enough caffeine to kill an elephant every day. Let's stop doing that and see what we get. And here we are. <laughs>
They said there were some other things going on with him, like injury-wise and stuff, too. But, yeah. Right. It's nice to see him. So he get, he wins the coveted, oh, there you are, Peter, award. The co- the always coveted, there you are, Peter, yeah. award. Yes. Who do you got? What's your next award? Ooh, how how hard do I want to hit the nail on this? Um, let's do the you can be special award. Okay. The You Can Be Special Award. And part of the lameness of the name comes from the fact, like, if we didn't give this guy an award, it would be a bad episode. Um, it's James Paxton, man. Big Maple. Um, back-to-back 12 strikeout games. You were joking in the pregame show that we needed him to throw, like, a no-hitter today. Complete game shutout. Um, Instead, he only went six innings, three hits, one walk, 12 strikeouts. Um, I mean, his numbers at home now are like past a video game. Um, I want to say he's 19.2 innings, one earned run. Um, striking out, I mean, more than I can really, really count up to in my head. Uh, Jim, if he... Well, we'll see if the home road thing becomes a thing, because that would kind of suck, but it'd still be cool that he's good at home. Um, dude, he looks special. I mean, when, when have we seen a guy look like this? I mean, like young 09 CC Severino beginning of last year. I I meant lefty. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Um, but I mean, CC a little Randy Johnson in there, Gator Gittery. I mean, I, I heard the Pettit comparisons and Andy, Andy was awesome, but Andy couldn't strike out dudes like this, you know? Yeah. No, he looks, I mean, he looks great. I uh, I'm more impressed with that he 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 didn't throw his fastball today because he said he just didn't have it. Like in Boston, he threw all his fastballs, 98 mile per hour, and today he said, "No, I just knew I wasn't throwing that hard, so we just went off speed, 12 strikeouts." Yeah, and that's uh again the broadcast was doing a great job where Coney was saying he was more impressed by this than his Boston game because he's like, yeah, if you're throwing out and hitting 99 easy, go out and have a special day, bud. But on a day like this, when you can still navigate that lineup and and do an amazing job, 12, 12 strikeouts, um, that that was more impressive. It's kind of cool because like CC when he threw hard, you know, he's had the miles per hour, but then it was like he lost his fastball and he had to learn how to pitch. Well, Paxton kind of just did that, but he can still throw 98 on certain days, but he also showed he knows how to pitch. Right. Yeah. And that's uh, Jim. I think before we came into the season, one of my big goals was that when we get into the playoffs, let's have two guys that we believe in. Um, and usually playoff Tanaka shows up. Um, I'm not sure where we're going to I'm not sure where we're going to stand on CC because of the, the age thing. I mean, you have to see where his body's at. There's a whole lot of different dynamics that go into it. Um, and Seve, I mean, Seve hasn't, you know, we, we haven't, we Seve's haven't even gotten a, a bad, up, a, a fake update on Seve yet. So do you expect, I, Seve uh, to be, do you expect Seve to pitch this year? I don't know. I, I, I'm honestly not going to give a yes or a no. I, I have no idea. Yeah. Um, I, uh, 
I mean, in in my head, it it seems like it seems no know what you said about Judge Jim that like they would have done the surgery by now if they needed to do the surgery and it was that severe. Yeah. Like, shouldn't we be at that point with Sevy by this point? Is there a surgery to fix what's wrong with him? I don't think there is. I mean, you can. All, <laughs> isn't that the classic pitcher surgery? Just go in there and do something, clean it up. Um, I don't I, I don't know. I I'm not getting into the Sevy guessing game. We'll uh we'll see if we see it, but. If um if James Paxson can look anything like this towards the playoffs, I mean, how different is that than the past two Yankees playoff runs? Much much different. We got to get like there we first. we've been we've been able to believe in Tanaka to give us a good performance, but I mean this is a special we win the game performance, you know? Yeah, it's true. I just went through all of Andy Pettit's game logs to see how many times he struck out twelve guys in the game. Guess how many times he did it over the course of his career. I'd give him a maybe one. Twice. Nice. Twice. And it was probably later in career like Houston Andy Pettit? No, it was earlier. Early? First okay. First round Yankees Andy Pettit. Strikeouts were hard, much harder to come by back then. True. Different different, different game. But Pettit wasn't a strikeout guy. Uh, all right. That's all the awards. That's everything. Jake, my final note <laughs> on the season with the judge injuries. Gary comes back Wednesday. Hopefully... Stan comes back next home series, hopefully. Hicks, you got a while. Sevy, you got a while. Batances, you got a while. Tulo, do we care? Didi's still around the all-star break. Um, my thing that I said when I tweeted out was, what did I say? Tread water, get healthy, attack. Yeah. And we got to watch these kids tread water now. And uh, it may be fun. It may be really fun. Like you said, it may be like kids having fun out there. It's going to be brutal at times as well. So stay. And, and Jim, the uh, the one thing, we didn't give Gio Urshela any love. He's he's still been really solid. Nor, think, nor, did he have a three-hit game? Yeah, nor Voight. And Voight's been looking great at the plate lately. Except I got, I, he's got to stop yelling fuck after every single strike. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's definitely become a thing. And Jimmy, the only name, and I'm sure people are shocked we haven't really said it yet, Brick Gardner, man, batted three-hole today. Three hits, battles the sun to almost lose the game. Did, I mean, that would have been. Did you like him calling out? Did you like him calling out the shift? Oh yeah. So oh, yeah. they put the shortstop on the second base side. He hits it to shortstop, and he goes, "You play the shortstop straight up." This is the second time he's yelled at other teams for shifting yeah. on him. Well, after getting yeah. a hit because they shifted on him. Right. That's so he's funny. Basically mocking them. Yeah, he's like, "You shift on me, I can hit it anywhere." Like you know. Yeah. If you don't shift, you can get me out easier. It's weird. So they did that, and then the next time up, they moved the shortstop to the shortstop side of the bag. He hits it to the second base side of the bag, and he goes, wrong side. <laughs> yeah, he's over there. He's calling his shot. He's basically talking shit to the whole Royals team. The first base coach is cracking up. <laughs> like, like, if that was one of the young guys, the first base coach would have to give him, like, almost a semi-stern talking to, like, hey, you know, go easy here. <laughs> like, I mean, Gardy's gone at this point. He's going to do what he's going to do. And a great at-bat in the bottom of the ninth to hand Clint that bat two strikes he had a 10 pitch at bat i think where he ripped a single up the middle to at the end and i thought clint was going to come through there and end the game but clint struck out but whatever yeah guardy's been great we got a uh, a late set coming up everybody 10 p.m starts i call this canker sore season because i get canker sores when i don't sleep and the west coast trips kill me but i will be uh live on twitter doing my thing Maybe some periscopes, late night games. It always feels like whoever's live and active is in a secret club. Like, okay, we're the crazy ones. We're up 
this game. So uh, dig in. Let's hope we can come out with some wins. Remember, 500 on the road is the goal for fully healthy teams. We're not fully healthy. We it, uh, tread water. And it will be... It, I, I promise the people there will be a day in September or August when we will be able to look back on a couple of these lineups and have a friendly laugh. Yes. Do you want to laugh right now? Well, Susan, in life, unfortunately, all good things come to an end. And so does this episode. Go Yanks. Tell them, Grams. Can you play play the belly to belly quick, though? Go back to back. (laughs) Belly to belly. Belly to belly. (laughs) Thank you so much. Go Yanks. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees.